Hi, and welcome to the Daring to Leap podcast. I'm your host, Lori Phillip. I am so excited to dive into this week's episode with you. This week, we have a special guest on the podcast. Carmen Benton is here. Carmen and I dive deep into her transformational journey from a workaholic corporate executive to living to purpose as a mindset coach and energy healer. We cover the moment she realized she needed to make a change and how she was finally able to let go of guilt and workaholism to truly be happy. Let's dive in. Okay, we have Carmen Benton here on the podcast. Carmen is a former executive turned mindset coach and energy healer on a mission to help high achieving spiritual women reach their full potential without burnout or sacrificing their relationships by aligning and mastering their mindset and energy. Carmen offers a number of free resources, including a library of sound bath musics infused with healing energy to reduce stress and overwhelm, especially crafted for the busy and driven woman. Hi, Carmen. Welcome to the Daring to Leap podcast. Hi, Lori. Thank you so much for having me today. It's so great to have you here. And so where I want to start with you and what I typically start with my guests is to talk a bit about your career journey. What was going on with you when you decided to leave your executive role? That is such an amazing and interesting question because everything was happening with me. Uh, It feels like I have worked my entire life so hard to always get more and get more and get more without knowing, just leaving this society programming that I think a lot of women have, especially in corporate America, where we tied happiness to success in Mm -hmm. our careers and how much money we're making, when in reality, there's so much more uh, that needs to be part of the equation. Of course, the money is super nice and we all want that, but there has to be other elements. So I was in a point where, you know, I had the corner office, I had the title, I had the income, and I was miserable. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you would never tell because, you know, I had a good facade, but I was not happy. My relationships, all of them were crumbling. My health was suffering. The total in uh, the total personality of a burnout. Like if you want to define what burnout is, I was hundred percent there, and I just knew that I had to do something mm-hmm. about it, and yeah. so that's where I was. So, so you were in the corner office. What was your title when you were vice president of product management? And you have kids, correct? Yes, I do have kids. So I have my kids and I have my bonus kids. So I have three kids of my own. And my husband has five kids of which we have three in the house. So we we're totally the Brady Bunch. And except that we don't have one together and we won't do that. (laughs) But yes, so a lot of pressure, you know, with different ages, they range, the ones that are in the house, they range from eight to 16. Mm-hmm. A lot of activities, a lot of demands, homework, all that. Yes. So busy at home and in the office. Was there a moment when you were in that corporate role that you just 
finally decided, okay, this is it. I'm done. I'm going to go figure out something else. Yes. So I've always had this thing in me that, you know, I knew I had a bigger purpose, right? I, I think a lot of people identify with that. And we actually shut it off. Like I was shutting it off for years. Like, okay, that's just, you know, a bunch of baloney. But it was really something that it was calling me. And the more I like silenced it, the more, the louder it got. Now I had an outlet to it because in my position, I had a lot of employees reporting to me. So I was always able to be a coach. Even when I was in formerly a coach, you know, out there in the world, I was coaching all day long. And in fact, you know, my employees will tell you that I was the best boss they ever had. And it makes my heart sing because I did pour all my coaching and mentoring experience in them. However, I realized about a year and a half ago that I was lying to myself with something that hopefully people can identify with it, but at the same time prevent it before they get there. I was lying to myself on the sense that I thought I had all this time to make up with my kids. And because my kids were still, you know, in school. Yeah. They are all still in school. But, you know, I, you know, I was working so hard, 80 hours a week, you know, the corporate life, and never had time to, you know, do fun things other than the once a year, you know, fabulous, fabulous, extravagant family vacation, which we always did. I'm so grateful I had the resources to do that. But one day I woke up to my oldest son having a girlfriend and all of a sudden not being interested in spending any time with me. And so my realization that I have until he's 18 years old to make up for the time that I had been dedicating to my job, it was not true. Like it was like I literally someone pour like a bucket of cold water over my head. And I just realized priorities in life. Not to mention, I had hives all over my body. I was tired all the time. I was cranky. I, it was not fun to be around me, quite frankly. And so, but it was really my kids, right? My kids, they, what have I done was kind of a thing that occurred to me. But it was this trade-off between, I'm supposed to be doing this. I have all these degrees. I've been working so hard, you know, I didn't come from, you know, a wealthy family or anything. So I had to work my way through student loans and high education mm -hmm. to get where I, where I got. And I'm proud of that. But at the same, what was costing me now? Like, what, what was I trading off for that? And so the guilt for, you know, this is what I should be doing versus the guilt of I'm not spending enough time with my kids. Like it was just killing me, both of those things. So I had, I had to do something. Yeah. Wow. So you were pulled in both directions and how did you manage to get past that guilt and make a decision and, and decide which direction to go? Yes. Yeah, so I, so it was like earlier last year, I went in a very deep self-healing, self-discovery process. And I've worked in personal development my entire life. I mean, I've mm -hmm. done Tony Robbins programs since, you know, 
20 years ago. I mean, I always been a believer of investing in coaches and all that, but I have never gone so deep within me to realize that the job wasn't the problem. You know, my ex-husbands weren't the problem. My environment wasn't the problem. The problems were all inside of me. It's not like I was the problem, but I had <laughs> beliefs, stories, rules caused by childhood events or small traumas that made me be who I was and act in a certain way that unless I healed those things, my life wasn't going to change. Mm -hmm. And so I went in that very deep exploration and I did the work. You know, it was painful. It was uncomfortable. But the minute I started shifting, everyone around me shifted. You know, my, my marriage was rocky and that actually it's better than it's never been now. I probably didn't have a good relationship with my daughter who's now 14 and we're going to Taylor Swift together this year. So that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited about that. She told me the other day that I better memorize at least 10 songs. Otherwise oh I wasn't going to be cool mom. So that's my, that's my free time thing now, memorizing Taylor Swift songs. But yes, but even with my son that's older, like now, it's like, how do I show up for them? It's very different because I have healed on myself the things that were causing me to be a workaholic. I mean, I was a workaholic because I was seeking for the recognition, the praise, the reward that I didn't get growing up. It's, mm. It was this vicious cycle of almost like addiction, right? It, it creates the same emotions and chemical reaction in your brain that, you know, drugs were, drug addict would do. Wow. So you started to get to the root of some of these things that were really driving you to work as hard as you were working, to focus on the things that you were focused on. And by going through this process, this deep self-discovery process, you were able to get past that. What do you think for you, what was the difference in this? Because you said you were, uh, you know, a, a personal development forever, but all of a sudden now you're finally getting, you know, digging in deep. What was your experience and how did you make that such a big shift for yourself? So the reason why I decided to get into it Again, I was desperate, right? And my life mm -hmm. was crumbling in front of me. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just had this sense that I needed to do something different. And I, you know, I'd run into the perfect t-shirt at the perfect time. And I bought in. I, I never had a problem investing in myself. So I bought into the program. And when I started to go through it, it's like, okay, well, I'm all right. But I'll do the program, right? And I started realizing now it's not my boss. It's not my husband. It's not my kids. It's not the fact that I live in Alaska. It's all in my head. And I have 100% control over that. And so that was so empowering to realize mm -hmm. that I can change this right now for the better, right? For the better. And and yes, it's uncomfortable because all of a sudden you go from blame and shame and even the guilt. Like, I don't know if you ever felt guilt and then you blame yourself for feeling guilty. 
So it's like this double whammy of like guilt yeah. and shame. Yeah, like how dare you feel bad about yourself? But you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like there was this like spiral downward of emotions. And so for me, what it was like a big realization was to understand that I was no different than someone who eats to, you know, numb their pain or someone who takes drugs to escape reality. I was working because that was the only thing at that moment that was fulfilling an unmet need that I had. That's what I was working so hard. It wasn't the money. It wasn't the title. It was that dopamine effect that was giving me. And so when I realized, what if I can actually give that to myself in a more elevated way? And I was introduced to energy work then. And the combination between mindset work and energy work, it really just transformed my life. And that's where I'm so passionate, helping women now do the same for themselves because it was like, it was the magic pill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's so that's so amazing. And now you're focused on supporting others to help transform them through the similar methods. So you you got past some of these big things, you know, deep rooted things. And you started to work through that and came to the realization and and started to work on shifting it. Was that was that enough then you were able to say, okay, now I can leave my job and go and do something else? Was there anything else in between that and actually jumping out the other side for you that really helped you? That's a, that's a very funny question just because, I mean, you did it too, right? You took yeah. the jump. And... Anyone who asks me is like, oh, I can't believe you did that and you're so courageous. Yeah. It was scary. I mean, I'm I'm going to lie if I say it wasn't scary. It was scary. But see, this is the difference between being courageous and just not. Is Courageous is doing something even if you're afraid of it. Now, I'm not going to recommend anybody to go with the job without a plan. Yeah. Right? Right. I, had, yeah. I, had, I, had, I have healed myself. I have put myself in a such a high vibrational level where I had nothing but trust and positive expectations and high emotions. And the universe was starting to show me, you know, this is what you need to be doing. Like I was starting to get clients even before I quit. And even with my job, things were getting even more toxic than normal is like okay mm-hmm. you like I was getting signs everywhere mm-hmm. everywhere and even my husband was like just quit and so that was also you know there were signs everywhere mm-hmm. and so I made my plan I made my plan to exit gracefully right and yes. we all have financial I, re- I recommend doing that if anybody's thinking about leaving exit gracefully yes and it took me about six months where, you know, I make sure I project all my finances and, you know, move money where I need to do it and had enough clients coming in where I felt comfortable about that and, you know, streamline whatever expenses I didn't need to have at the moment that were more luxuries than needs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and then one day 
I said, okay, I'm going to, I actually give myself a timeline. Once I was ready to do it, I gave myself another 45 days, but I have to confess that I didn't. Like once I was ready, I was in a meeting and I texted my husband like, okay, I'm quitting right now. And I did it, but it was scary. It was definitely scary. Now, what I have to say is once you actually do something that you're, you're meant to do, that your soul is calling you to do, and it doesn't have to be quit your job to be yeah. a coach. It could be get a better job, right? Like mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes I have clients that is like, oh my God, but I'm never going to find a job. It's like, but have you look, have you, what is your resume? Have you applied for a job? Mm -hmm. you never it's in your head, you right? Apply for it. Yeah. Right. Of this story. Right. And so this is what I tell people. It's like, it, I'm not trying to make people quit their job and become coaches. I'm just trying to help them, give them the tools so they can be fulfilled and happy while making money. And that very well could be, you don't even have to leave your company. It's like, are you ready to set boundaries? Right. You know, how do you need to think about yourself so you can be seen as the next candidate to get promoted? Right. Right. I mean, there's so many ways that you can step out of the stuckness and move into your purpose, which could be exactly where you are right now. Yeah. And I think what's important for people to, to start to notice for themselves is you kind of, you have to listen to where you're at and pay attention to it. So you started to really feel like this isn't working. And when a person starts to feel that way, they could just ignore it and keep going for years and years and years and years. And so that feeling, it's so important to to listen to yourself and decide what does that mean? Because you're right. It doesn't have to be this huge, big leap. It could be some smaller shifts that can make a big difference. Like you mentioned boundaries or maybe finding a different position in the same industry or, you know, there's so many, so many ways to, to solve that problem. But if you're not willing to to even think about it, that it'll never happen on its own. Yes, absolutely. And I was one who silenced that voice for years. Did you? And oh yes, absolutely. And but it kept coming back louder and louder and louder. And so it got to the point where it's like, okay, how long are you gonna be putting, you know, the mute button here? Like it's it's obvious. And you know, now I have the validation because now I have the clients, but also everybody who I run into from my old company, like everybody, like the first thing, and I, I'm not making this up. It's you look so happy and mm -hmm. it's because I am so happy and you cannot fake that. You right. You just can't fake it. Yeah. It, I got chills, Carmen. It's true. It's true. My, even my husband told me the other day, he's like, I have never seen you this happy in the seven years we've been married. And it's true because I am living my purpose, right? I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And, and that's different for different people. Yeah. That's beautiful. I think that's going to be a great way for us to wrap up this conversation. Carmen, could you let our listeners know how they could reach out to learn more about what you do? And, you know, where you hang out on social media and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Thank you so much. 
Oh, I hang out in Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, and I have a very love-hate relationship. So that for the moment is a pause. But all the other platforms, I'm I'm there all the time. I have a Facebook group where I do special healings. And if you're not familiar with energy healings, it's just a way to balance your energy. So you can really be primed to receive the things that, you know, you want in life. The love, the money, the health, everything that's there. But probably the best way to try that is with what you mentioned earlier, which is the library of sound bath healings and meditations is a free resource. I believe so deeply in this that, you know, I record them all the time. I use them on myself. So whenever you need like a quick, like, put me in a good mood thing, you know, the sound bath healing does that. It creates a different frequency in your brain that you cannot access naturally, which is the theta frequency. Mm-hmm. And that is a link tree slash the Carmen Benton. I, 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 I think Lori's going to put the link yeah, here because I it's will. not easy to spell. But yeah, it's a free resource and I would love to share it with all of you. And I actually, it's a library. I keep adding more and more and more and more. That sounds amazing. I, I might just check that out myself. I, you should, absolutely. I, should. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I believe in a lot of the energy work that you're doing and that it makes a big difference. So thank you so much, Carmen. It's been a pleasure talking with you and especially how deep you were able to tell us your story and some of the emotions you were going through because I know guilt and and really coming to that realization of what what's going on with you can can really be a powerful story for others to hear. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed it, I would love for you to subscribe. If you are already a subscriber, don't forget to share the podcast with a friend. Hope you all have an amazing week. Until next time, bye.